Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ozark Season 4 is the final season of Ozark, which is a Netflix original series. A show in a lot of ways that I feel is the spiritual successor to what is what uh netflix wanted to maintain which is that that desire for a dramatic drug crime show that they got a little taste of with breaking bad and uh this one starring jason bateman laura linney uh, just a show that kind of despite the fact it being so much in that same vibe of a Breaking Bad definitely took that idea of of crime and dealing with drug cartels and and dealing dealing with the 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 uh, DEA and 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 changing a little bit. I think they did their own spin on that kind of a uh, genre of TV show, uh, which I did appreciate. And uh, four season just got released. They did it in two parts. Part one. Part two, part two just dropped uh, a few days ago, and I was very excited. The way they left off part one, I was so amped. I was so amped. And then watching part two was very disappointed. Was very disappointed on almost every single level, uh, which is a bummer for a show that for the most part, I enjoyed the entire run of the series. I know there's been some critics of the series, and uh, I just I, I never had an issue with this show until season four, part two. But season one was great, or season four, part one was great. Uh, part one picks up. You got Ruth, uh, who I love, is is my favorite character by far in this show. I am definitely going to be spoiling aspects of this, so if you haven't watched Season 4 of Ozark, I'd recommend you do that before listening. But if you don't mind getting spoiled on every single thing that happened, because I'm going to be talking about the highlights, the moments of Season 4 that really stood out to me, uh, whether they be good or they be bad. But uh, just a little, little note up top. But we have Ruth in this season four she's on her own now she's not working for the birds anymore which seeing her kind of growth throughout the entire show has been great she's in a lot of ways like the pinkman the jesse pinkman of this of this show um and it's just like this like i wouldn't want to call her a lovable loser because i think she's far more successful than she is a loser uh, but that kind of vibe where she's the underdog in a lot of ways because of her coming up, growing up in poverty, growing up in a family that are just degenerate criminals themselves, her following in those footsteps in a lot of ways, um, but actually being able to transcend that in so many other ways, trying to actually going to the next level of crime and what it what it takes to actually be a successful criminal in her being the protege in many ways to marty bird uh played by jason's jason uh bateman but she's on her own in in this one she's working with jonah who's uh you know marty's son 
where he's 15 years old but understands how to launder money. He has his own proprietary software in order to do so and uh, ends up teaming up with Ruth because they're both people that were damaged by the death of Ben. Ben was uh, Wendy's brother who had the uh, mental issues and because of that was used to you know get, make an excuse for getting rid of him I mean they were scared that he was going to expose everything like it, Ben as a character in season three in a lot of ways was the audience was like a normal person put inside this this like ecosystem of crime and him like Sadly, him being the only voice of reason was dis, you know, not taken to heart because he also has uh, mental health issues, right? Like, he's clearly the only sane person in that group, but still, because of the stigma of mental health and his, his past, um, they used that against him. And then, ultimately, you have the... The just the ultimate betrayal of your sister, your sister Wendy, planning your execution, which is just heartbreaking. So now you have Ruth and Jonah who both know that Wendy was the the one at fault. And Wendy's character in this show did something that I that didn't happen in Breaking Bad, where you had the the wife the spouse in breaking bad was kind of an innocent bystander somebody that didn't know till way later what her husband was doing spoilers a little bit for breaking bad uh whereas laura linney kind of knew the entire time that that marty's job was to launder money and even when they went to missouri to the ozarks she knew like she knew what the assignment was and because of that, she ends up, you know, kind of finding her own footing within that type of world, contributing to the laundering, going out on her own, being more independent. Uh, and a lot of that, a lot of that independence that she, 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 she enjoyed throughout the run of the show really became just as much of a problem as it was like her being part of the solution like her narcissism and like pathological lying really hit an apex in season four where like every time she is speaking she is lying she is manipulating there are, there's only one scene in the entire season four where she's actually being truthful for once in her entire character development of the show like it only got worse as the show got, went on like her just kind of the, her addiction to lying her addiction to being able to manipulate the situations around her and there's only one moment of like actual honesty but even in that actual honesty it's her using honesty as a way to manipulate because that's like her mo top to bottom is 100 percent manipulation 100% lying and it's like she became one of those characters where I was like please like I wanted Ruth to kill like 
I like as far as characters who could have died in this show, Wendy dying, I would not have had a problem with. Right? Like I like I wouldn't have that much sympathy for her. There's like a hierarchy of characters that I would have uh, would have been okay with dying and ones that I would hate dying. Ruth being at the top of the list of people I would hate to die. Like I want Ruth at the end of this show to be the only if if only one person survives, it's Ruth just finding a way out of this chaos that she was sucked into and participated in and she somehow finds some redemption and is okay at the end. But we don't get that. We don't get that. That's one of the very, very many reasons why I didn't really like this this last season. But season 4 starts off with Ruth and Jonah doing their own thing. You have Darlene and her relationship with Wyatt which is bonkers bonkers i mean it definitely it's it's nothing different for stories to have these relationships it's just generally a really old man and a really young woman that portray these kind of uh these i i don't even know the proper term for that i know there is one but uh these like may june i don't know it's like a december january uh relationship um but it is what it is. It's like, okay, he, he loves her, fine, whatever. But she's like, in a lot of ways, Darlene and Wendy have a lot in common. Like, they're both very strong women. It's just Wendy's kind of coming into her own, whereas Darlene's an older woman who's been manipulating situations for a much longer amount of time. Uh, but then you see also in season four, you see the moment where, where Wendy, because she is younger and healthier gets a little bit of a one-up on Darlene, where Darlene has the heart attack. So that's interesting, the kind of back and forth between those two. But ultimately, when Darlene and Wyatt get killed, like towards the end of part, part one of season four, right, where the birds are working with the cartel, uh, the cartel leader is trying to get out from under being the leader. He wants to cash out. He wants to get out. And he's he's getting the birds to help him make that happen because the bird family is like has this magical ability to make things happen. Right. Despite the fact that they that a lot of the times Marty and Wendy are 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 dividing their their potential. Like it seems like Marty in a lot of ways is is covering up and cleaning up the messes that wendy makes um which i kind of like that that thing where it's like this show that shows these this family that's like struggling to succeed in order to survive like that kind of idea is is fun and it's like this scrappy family where it's like all of the members of the family even the kids are kind of doing that same type of thing despite the fact that they're all doing it in different ways um, you also have this PI who's looking for the lawyer that got killed at the end of season three, and he ends up being a, a giant thorn in their side, despite the fact, you know, you have, you have Marty working with the, D the FBI and he's trying to like, it's gotten really deep in the show where everybody's got their things going on. There are different big scale manipulations going on. And you have this like little character, this PI guy who's just... He's trying to find his boss and like he can't he just wants a signature. 
And everybody's just doesn't want to deal with them because it's like, first off, they don't consider him to be that big of a threat, obviously. He's more of an, a nuisance than anything, but becomes more because he just doesn't want to give it up. Which I appreciated that. We kind of had that in earlier seasons with other FBI agents that ended up going rogue in a lot of ways uh, and going bad. Um, and now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash tmfmerch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. You also have in this one, you have in season four, Wendy's trying to open up uh, all these drug hab clinics, uh, rehab clinics because of this story about her brother having a long term struggle with drugs, which wasn't true. But it's just another way for her to lie. Just like her incessant, she's like, she can't not lie. She has to, in order to manipulate, in order to make more weight for her argument for these drug rehab clinics to be opened and to get sympathy, to get donors. She does everything she needs to do, whether it's tarnishing the legacy of her brother that she had killed. Like, that's just how heartless and cutthroat Wendy is in this entire show at least that's what she's become by by season four you even have her in order to manipulate her son who's working with ruth who's working to launder the money for ruth and darlene she ends up trying to get her son busted thankfully her son jonah calls marty to help and marty's like I have a lot I have like a lot of love for Marty. It's kind of a crazy situation in this show where he's like always super calm, always super calm. And like actually cares about people. Like he's not he's like he tries to get things done without hurting people whereas Wendy doesn't care who she hurts in the process of getting what she wants. So in that that dynamic between Marty and Wendy, it's like I have a lot of love for Marty and I have a lot of disdain for for Wendy. Uh, but the, in that scene, you have, you know, him coming to help Jonah with his issue where he's being flagged and then Jonah finds out. And Jonah just he's seeing like he's woken up to how horrible his family is, specifically his mom. And it has wants nothing to do with her. So, of course, the, the, how season four ends, you have the, the kind of up-and-coming guy in the cartel who's looking to take over, looking to kind of, you know, plant himself as a leader in the cartel who's in, in the Ozarks trying to handle business. And part of that is dealing with Wyatt and Darlene who are fucking up his business. They are direct competition in the heroin business because they have the heroin farm. And he goes in and he kills just after like there's this there's this moment where it's like Ruth 
knows how horrible things are. She knows how horrible Darlene is. And she loves Wyatt like one of the few people left alive in her family. Like this show has has just really shit on Ruth in every single possible way. Like from her 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 uncle getting killed, her dad getting killed, and now Wyatt, she wants to just bounce with Wyatt and three, who is like barely in the show ever. Uh the the other cousin. Uh but she like they plan to leave and as they plan to leave Darlene has the heart attack and she's like Wyatt decides to marry her in order to prove to her that he's never going to leave her despite the fact that he was just about to bounce and 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 get out of that situation entirely and right after the wedding both Wyatt and Darlene get shot by the the cartel guy and then you see Ruth find out and there is a rage inside of Ruth. It's been memed everywhere that if you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me. Right? This scene, pure rage from Ruth. <clears throat> it's a scene that ends season four. And it's a scene that makes me like, not that I needed another reason to love Ruth. Like her just, she's just a badass. She, she. She, you know she she gets the job done and she's good at getting shit done and she i don't know she's just like out of all the characters she is like the only character i care about right she's like redeemed herself she's grown there's so much growth with ruth and then there's this this just another tragedy happens to her and pure rage comes out right because Wendy's trying to, again, lie and manipulate the situation, as she does everywhere. And Ruth is just done with all of it. Like, her exit plan has been ruined. One of the, last, one of the few last people in her family that she actually cared for is dead. Is, again, killed because of the Bird family. And there's this huge rage. And that's how part one ends. And I'm like, holy shit. I am so excited for part two. And what I hoped to see in part two is like this man on fire revenge killing spree. Like I wanted Ruth to lay waste to everybody. I wanted the last episodes of season four to be her hunting everybody down and killing everybody and somehow winding up in her, her dream home on the lake with a swimming pool that has no point in being there, just relaxing on that outdoor couch, drinking a beer, laughing, thinking of the memories she had with her family and just laughing as she stares out on the lake pristine lake maybe a body floating by in the lake of one of her last kills like maybe wendy bird floating in the lake dead you know and then she sees it like pop up or whatever and she laughs because she know she survived that's how i wanted this show to to go in part two because of that rage it's like oh they're setting up for some really insane shit 
But that's not what we get. We don't get that rage. Part two, season four, you see the, you see the thing. You see her tearing off, right? She goes, gets a gun. But then on her drive to go kill this uh, drug dealer guy, which let me see if I can pluck his name real quick. I'm definitely not going to be able to do that. Um, is it Omar? Maybe. Could be Omar. Uh, she, like, has, she, you know, she calms down a bit when she gets to, like, she finds out from the, the bird kids uh, that they have a meeting that, Omar has a meeting with the parents and these people at the Shaw Industries, these people, this drug company that there was a big, you know, their, their supplier is the Mexican car. Their supplier, they changed to be the Mexican cartel, but that got screwed up. So then Ruth helped the birds fulfill this order for uncut heroin to give to this, to sell to this pharmaceutical company. Which is another way in which, I mean, Ruth has been there to help out Marty whenever he needs. And then her everything around her is just slowly falling apart. So she knows that there's a meeting in Chicago. And she goes and she, like, calms herself down. And instead of getting this man-on-fire just revenge killing spree, we get a cameo from Killer Mike. You want to talk about taking me just all the way completely out of this show I'm watching. She is in a, a diner killing time in Chicago because she's, you know, waiting for the meeting to take place so she can either do the thing. It kind of feels like she's not going to kill this guy. Listening to rap music, kind of reminiscing about her times with, with Wyatt. And as she's leaving this diner, she just overhears a voice that happens to be Killer Mike. And they have a little conversation about the rapper that she's listening to on how he came from nothing and was constantly looking at the, the big city of New York and had dreams about. And it's like. It, it was when I knew things weren't going to go well in this last season where what I wanted to happen was not going to happen because the show was already telling me we're not going to see this crazy man on fire rage killing spree from Ruth. We're going to see just things, you know, it's just going to go a different direction different direction than I had assumed. And that cameo is just, I mean, it's not a show that has cameos, let alone a, a rapper cameo. Like it's, it is like the most, it, it's like a cameo that does not fit in any way. It's just like, imagine if breaking bad on the final season, the final half of the final, or even better call Saul, like, if Better Call Saul had, like, a cameo with Macklemore for some reason. Why? Why? What, what do we need? 
Like, there's no celebrity cameos anywhere in these shows. This is not Entourage. This is Ozark. And we have a Killer Mike cameo where he has a conversation about... Which, in some ways, the conversation... I guess inspires Ruth to follow through with her plan because she does end up killing Omar in, in like a, a badass kind of way. Like gets him to, you know, go back to the Shaw offices for some reason to kill him. Well, I guess that's they to go back there and then to have him meet them there. But of course there's video footage of it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, she kills him, whatever. And then there's, like, a bunch of drama with the whole cartel thing. Like, this show, right, it, it's on the, the final half of the last season, and it's, like, introducing a lot of stuff instead of wrapping things up. Like, in so much of part two of season four, they're, like, adding more problems for them to solve. Instead of thinking of ways to, like, wrap the show up nicely... And it's, I don't know, they introduce, like, there's the the sister of Navarro, and you find out that she's kind of playing both sides also, and she might be the one ordering all these hits, and, like, it it's over-complexifies a, a, a show that doesn't need to be over, it doesn't need that. It just needs to be wrapped up in a satisfying way, which, in my opinion, is Ruth riding off into the sunset, as it were. But that doesn't happen. We get a Killer Mike cameo instead. Also, something very noticeable in, in the second half of season four. I don't know if it's, if it's something that it, it's been happening throughout this, this series or what, but it is clear. It is one thousand percent clear that nobody involved in the show is concerned with wiretaps nobody is at all concerned with having conversations about hits about drug deals about major crime planning out in public within earshot of anybody that could be uh, an investigator of any kind like there is zero concern paid to like having private conversations in this show. And I don't know if that's something that's been the whole season, but very noticeable in season four. Like they are, I mean, so much of, of season four is just people getting together, having conversations about things, like telling them like all the things, like you don't really see things going on. It's just all conversations about how they're going to handle situations. And it's right out in public. It's like on the phone, no problem. Not burner phones, just their own private phones. And then out in public everywhere. Not at like private homes or anything. Like so many conversations as they're setting up for like this, this, uh, this event for, to get donations for the, the rehab clinics. Like just conversations out in the open while people are setting up. It's, it's crazy. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. 
You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. But I do love, which isn't something that Breaking Bad did, is that this, sh- this show shows how corrupt the government is in this quote-unquote war on drugs, where it's basically like they have an opportunity to shut down a cartel. But instead, they want to continue their relationship so that they can have these seizures that happen, that, that, like these money seizures that happen on the border. And it's basically the cost of doing business. Right. Instead of having a legitimate business where somebody pays taxes and the tax money gets put into different government programs, this is just the same thing that police officers do. It's just seizures of money. Large amounts of money. But it's just like there's payoffs of them continuing to do the drug business. That is you don't see that. In I, I never saw Narcos. Maybe Narcos goes into that as well. But it's like, clearly that's happening. Clearly, there is a reason why this failed war on drugs continues to happen. Because they are collecting tons of money in doing that. It's not some, like, propaganda of, like, oh, the government's the good guys. Which, in a lot of ways... Breaking Bad was very much. I don't. I really can't think of an, a, a situation where there were they showed corruption in the government at all in Breaking Bad. Um, so I appreciate that aspect of Ozark, right? Which is very much in the the last season. It's it's all about the Bird family trying to make these deals with the FBI, with the DEA, trying to get immunity trying to get these cartel leaders to work with them to be informants in order to continue to do business. So that I did appreciate. I also appreciated there's a scene where Marty has to go to Mexico because he's acting on behalf of the cartel leader because he's in prison in the States. Uh, So Marty has to go. So you kind of see Marty act as like drug boss which is kind of an interesting thing because he's he's not a very angry person he's not a very violent person at all but then he's going and you know orchestrating the same type of torture that was happening to him not that long ago which i think may have been in the beginning so it's it's kind of interesting seeing him in that position but and then there's also a road rage incident where he ends up getting out and because he's so angry at Wendy getting out and beating up on a guy. They're in like just bumper to bumper traffic and this guy's like yelling at him to move even though there's nowhere to move. Kind of like it's like they just wanted to see Marty rage out for like they we need Marty to throw hands. What are we going to how are we going to make that happen? It's like, oh, well, let's just make some. You know, we'll just make a traffic jam and then somebody in the traffic jam is just will be completely oblivious to how traffic jams work. 
But it was fun to see Marty throw hands, you know. And you get to see more of Wendy trying to manipulate to go so far as to check herself into a mental health institution in order to make her kids feel concerned about her, which doesn't work until Marty threatens Ruth to get the kids back. Like, at that point, I absolutely hated Wendy, right? The kids, they're... They, they want to do what's best best for the family. But Wendy wants control. And what they're the kids are doing isn't what Wendy wants. So she's going to manipulate the situation to make it what Wendy wants. And it works. And it's like it's like you want to talk about a character I wish died was killed and opportunities to die as well. It's Wendy. Oh like just becomes such the most disgusting toxic human in this entire show just like just like i have a real big problem with people that lie and manipulate or try to manipulate and like she personifies every aspect of that 100 percent and then the show for some reason, like, Ruth finds, like, she kills the dude, whatever. She gets away with it. She also gets the opportunity to get her record cleaned, right? Because she wants to take over now that she, she finds out that she's inherited Darlene's land because her cousin married Darlene and because Ruth was the guardian of Wyatt, she then is now the owner of all of Darlene's things, or at least half of Darlene's stuff, I guess. So she, now that she, she owns, she has a major stake in the casino, she wants the casino to herself. She wants to go clean this. She wants to get out. She's tired of it. And she gets an opportunity to get her, her, her record cleaned, which she does. And meanwhile, throughout season four, especially the second part, there's all these things where, like, now that Ruth killed this, the, the nephew of the drug cartel's boss, she's, like, potentially going to get killed, right? And there's all these things where they're like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? They're, like, constantly scaring you into, like, oh, is this going to be the thing, which I hate. And it's like, oh, she's going to get her, th her life together, but then, oh, maybe she's going to die. And it just, like, what's the point of her potentially getting clean only to, in the last episode of season four, kill her off? Like, the whole time in part two of season four, I'm like, please don't kill Ruth. Please don't kill Ruth. There's, like, times where, like, a black SUV is following her. Like, there's a scene where she gets out of her truck to go flip off. She's going to the police, police department, and she's, she flips off this black SUV that's following her. I'm like, oh, this is going to be it. This is where she dies. So many scenes where it's like, oh, this is where Ruth dies. And then it's the last episode. Like, everything's, I mean, now she's in the last episode. It's like now she's also a part of this FBI, DEA thing where she's going to be laundering money still 
which I didn't like that. There's so many aspects of the season four, part two, that I did not like. The fact that they brought Ruth and the, the old owner of that, that diner back, and now they're a part of the whole charade of laundering money, which, I don't know. It's Then in the last episode... The sister of the drug cartel, who we find out is the one responsible for trying to kill the guy in prison and all these other things. We find out she's the one orchestrating this, right? Manipulating the situation, very much the Wendy of the cartel. And she gives this lady that works for Shaw Medical one last opportunity to come clean about who killed her son. And in the last episode, this lady gives up Ruth. And it was at that exact moment I was like, fuck this show. Because I know what's going to happen and what ended up happening. Ruth's going home to hang out with her friend that they're new owners of this casino, right? She's in her, her dream home that's being built. And in the driveway, you have the the woman who plays the, the cartel, the sister of the cartel leader, and she kills her. And it's just like the most, like, why? I mean, obviously the show wanted us to root for Ruth. They cleaned her record. They they got her. She's Now she's wealthy. She has everything that... that Darlene had she has the potential successful business she she can build her dream home get rid of the trailers got the pool like all these things it's like yes Ruth is gonna get out on top oh maybe she's got to work with the DA whatever whatever the guy that's after her, he's dead okay she's gonna be out on top and then it's this So I hated the show when when that happened. And then even further, for me not to like the ending of the show, not only does Ruth get killed, but the private investigator, who's been a thorn in their side the entire time, and was like the last glimmer of hope for me to be like, yes, okay, at least this. At least there's going to be some comeuppance for the Bird family. He breaks into their house to get the goat cookie jar that's full of Ben's ashes. And he's waiting for them to get back from this, this fundraiser. And he tells them, I've got evidence. I've got evidence that this came from your funeral home. I have evidence that this is Ben. I have evidence that you had Ben killed. And then, you know, through his investigations... And it's like, yes, yes. But no. But no, because Jonah comes out with a shotgun and it goes black before he pulls the trigger, but he pulls the trigger after. So it's clearly the birds win. Like. People that launder money white people that launder money that come from 
you know, uh, good, quote-unquote, good backgrounds. They're not, like, white trash people. They win in the end. It's like, I understand that, like, in a lot of ways, the Bird family is the Trump family. Although Trump had has zero in common with uh, Marty as far as being a compassionate person. But there's rumors that the Trump family just launders money for for Putin. And that's why they, they, you know, probably one reason why he has so many failed businesses because they are only fronts to launder money. But also, it's just, and I like Marty Bird. Like, if, if I were to change this last season of Ozark, it would be, like I said, Ruth sipping a beer outside of her dream home on that outdoor couch. Maybe Wendy's body floats to the surface in the lake. She owns the, the casino. The casino is no longer washing money for criminal activity. Like, she gets out. She Like, out of everybody, she gets out. That's all I wanted. And then Marty could have survived, too. Jonah could have survived. The other sister could have survived too but that's not they like went in a different direction and it's bummer (laughs) it's such a bummer like i really did not like the way this ended but overall i like the show i just that last episode i mean part two in general was a big disappointment uh but anyway that's ozark that's that's life (laughs) people that don't deserve to survive and be successful are successful and survive yippee woo new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com and follow the show on instagram at ray taylor show have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.